All right, everybody, welcome back to the Move Podcast. This is our preview show for the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift, and I'm joined by Mari Holden, Allison Tetrick. Allison, by the way, glad you're doing well. Yeah, on the mend. On the mend. You had you had a lot of people worried. Um, yeah, including my husband. It was a really dark couple right. of weeks. Uh, well, I talked yeah. to on our, on our ride today. I, I got, yeah, I, I can only imagine. Uh, today's show, as it will be for, uh, for the entire race, uh, is brought to you by Ketone IQ. Now, as we, we have talked about for the last three weeks on The Men Show, um, HVMN launched the first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. Uh, ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood-brain barrier. This might be good for you. I need some oxygenation oxygenation in that yeah. brain for sure. Yeah, well, we all do. <laughs> um, but it but it truly is a game changer. And I, I'm actually super curious how much, uh, and maybe you all know this, if, if ketones are, are playing a factor in the, in the ladies' belt on. But uh, another factoid, Ketone IQ is also now available uh, at Sprouts throughout the United States. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at HVM. In <laughs> HVMN.com slash the move. Whoa. It's been a couple hours since I did ads. It's not been also today brought to you by AG one daily foundational uh, nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. It is the truth. And girls, you better, you better be doing it. Cause George was doing it. JB was doing it. I think it tastes good. It, it, it's it, so it, actually, good. it does taste good. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's made a huge difference. I was sick and tired of taking all these pills and supplements and all this stuff. I wanted a single solution that supports my entire body and covers all my nutritional bases every single day. Simply put, I wanted to take control of my health and all for less than three bucks a day. Pretty good deal. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 10 free AG1 travel packs. Yes, that's 10 free travel packs. We can do the math on that. Uh, head on over to a, sorry, drinkag1.com slash the move. That's drinkag1.com slash the move. You know, I have two rules before I get out of bed. In the morning. Okay, this is going to be good. My husband, Blaze, has to bring me coffee delivered with a kiss and my AG1. I kid you not, I do not get out of bed right. without this delivery service. And That's for all, all the guys out there listening, they're just like, well, <laughs> there it goes. We're screwed. <laughs> just Let, telling you, but it's great. Let's talk about the 2023 Tour de France Femme uh, of X Zwift. It's, it's um, uh, of course, this is our second year. Great to have the band back together. You. Um, before we, but before we talk about uh, this race and actually cycling, I have to just acknowledge, I, I, I think we are living through an amazing time in, in women's sports, right? We obviously just kicked off the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, but it's just, uh, it just, it, it, it's, it's, it's a thing, right? And, and I think, I don't know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, it was like, all right, but it's, it, these are real competitions, real businesses built on the backs of that. And it's, it's time. Like, it's so cool to see. And, and, it's, and, and also kudos to ASO for, um, uh, for bringing the race back. We talked, obviously, last year a lot about it. But, uh, and, and just in, and I know you have some stuff at the end of the show, Allie, but um, the numbers were huge. They were getting crazy viewership numbers. And the race was damn good. Like, it was just, yes. So it's good to be back. Yeah, Good watch day. the farm. Here we are. Here we 2003 are. 2003 and more to come. Every day. <laughs> Every day. So why don't we break it down? Because um, this is, you know, uh, of course, a different route than last year. 
I think it'd be fun and, and also educational and informative for me just to go through the route and how it uh, is different um, than this year. And just, and just some of the characteristics or uh, interesting things that stick out for this particular route. So I think as you're looking, we're coming from a highly successful year in 2022, and we're going to make it even better this year. Mm. But there's some significant changes. So in years past, we've had uh, La Course, and then last year we started in the Champs-Élysées, um, obviously a sprint finish on that course as before the men come in. And so this year, the women are starting um, in Clermont-Ferrand, um, which is the Massif Central region. So the first six stages actually occur in there. And I know you've talked about it on yep. the move previously on the men's tour, because this is just this like mountains and plateaus and those sticky hard roads yep. of just up, down. I mean, there's no smooth sailing out there. Um, it's also known for cheese, agricultural, and the headquarters of Michelin. Who knew? <laughs> right. I also think it's really interesting the fact that they decided to take the start away from from the men, you know, so that right. they separated the races out so that the women actually get more attention on the on our race versus the men's race. It was a great way to start it last year, but this time they got such great viewership that now the women can actually start on their own a little further out. And I was looking, I just was checking the weather because we talked <clears> before <throat> we came on just about how Europe, well, all this is like the whole world is hot right now. Um, uh, but this part of France can really be hot. I just gave a quick glance. It doesn't look that hot. So from good, good news for this Peloton, but yeah, the roads, it's just, you know, and if you've been cycling for years, you understand the difference between pavement and concrete and chip seal. And it's, it's heavy. Just, it's just, it just <laughs> very heavy. It just, and some of these stages, boy, they're not playing around. I don't know what was that line you used to always say about the, the save something, but I mean, we have this is some long days in here. Yeah. I mean, everyone's talking about the finish, you know, the last two days being on Tourmalet and then the, the time trial, which got added this year, which we can talk about that, too. But um, but, yeah, the the lead into that the days before are definitely hilly. Um, mm -hmm. And but there are opportunities for sprinters, too. So I think we're going to see a really exciting race just from the gun because, you know, it's going to be eight days full on and everybody's trying to get a stage win. So. It's going to make those first ones even harder. Right. Yeah. So overall, eight days of racing, and they've suggested like, oh, should it be longer? Should it, you know? But really, ASO wants to make sure this is successful, viable, and investment keeps coming into women's cycling. So eight fantastic days of racing, covering 956 kilometers, the longest stage being 177k, which we can cover. And my biggest thing, and Mari and I have been talking about this at length, is. This race is going to be very unpredictable. Mm. It there are so many stages that offer opportunities for those punchers, those rollers, those classic riders. Yeah, you have a big mountaintop finish, but you also need to make echelon breaks, go up and down and still get that green jersey. So the race looks very hard to control from right. a team standpoint. So then that's where we, after we cover the stages, we can look at what teams have the power to control and also you know, all the opportunity that could be handed to riders willing to take a risk. Oh, that was me just dropping problem. the boonstick. <laughs> I think that was good timing. I saw it coming. That's I was like, there, there's, that's our first boomstick of the tour uh, this year. And unfortunately, it was just sliding off the table. But you know what, Allie, what, what, uh, what, uh, what you just said there, I, I get excited hearing that. Like, who can even, you know, there's going to be days it's very difficult to control the race, which means... Anything can happen, which is what, uh, personally, I loved last year. It just, 
there was this element of of uncertainty and 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 it just made for great watching like that i hear that i'm like cool like let, let mayhem ensue and well a lot of it also is you know sd works has been so dominant in the in the season mm. so far and so partially you know in order to try and and win the overall they're going to have to figure out how to wear out that team, I think. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if the other teams end up doing the work because they're looking for stage wins or if they're going to actually, you know, make SD Works really have to kind of control things a little bit and figure out how to come into those last couple stages more fresh with Mm -hmm. their leaders. So I think that the race inside the race is going to be really interesting. And like you said, it's going to make it really exciting. Yeah, unpredictable. I mean, even if we look tomorrow, it, it says it's flat, but if you look at the course, it, it 9K to go, it's a 1.7K climb, which isn't that long, you know, but it's a super technical descent down there. So it's able to, there's a good launch pad for like our Lamborghini, at least a Longo Burghini. It could be a small group because sprinters need to get over that. And then also that, that descent, I looked at it online and it is a twisty technical kind of coming off this like balcony level plateau. Right. And it's look, I mean, in, in 2K, at, what was it? Almost seven, seven, and, percent. Ha- seven and a half percent. 7.2% and you only have nine kilometers to the finish. Most all downhill, downhill, all downhill. Mm-hmm. So I, that with in, some nice little switchback balcony routes. That's what I read. They called it a balcony. And I was like, that sounds terrifying. I don't want to descend down a balcony <laughs> too, too, too soon, too soon for you. Yeah, no, no, none of that for me. So I think tomorrow, um, we're looking at some, a yellow Jersey, obviously, which is going to be very exciting whether I cry or not, but you can have fast finishers, having that opportunity, but also you can have some crafty breakaway artists mm-hmm. that are willing to go full, full tilt and send it. You know, one thing worth noting for tomorrow, cause I was just looking at the, the stage search. So this, if y'all are at home watching the stage will actually, it's very early, at least we're on yeah. Colorado time. So I think the finish is scheduled to be right around seven thirty AM local time. So eight thirty central, you guys can figure all that out. Uh, the rest of the stages go back to, of course, then the men finish later in the evening over in Paris. Uh, and then the rest of the stages finish right around the same time that the men were finishing. So mm-hmm. sometime for nine thirty mountain time, ten thirty central. Which yeah. It's good for us if we want to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like some sleep, but I'm excited for tomorrow. So I doubt I'll sleep a wink. But yeah, we're we're looking at just so many opportunities on the stages um, and no stage looks particularly boring or predictable. So I think that you should be super excited about that. All the listeners Um, and there's going to be a lot of shakeup. So, yes, we said the longest stage is 177 K, which that's going to be super fun because I'd like to see Cecile Utre Ludwig win the stage because <laughs> it goes through some Danish royalty and it kicks up on a 500 meter like cool, like little mini Liège Bastogne Liège. That's Ooh. stage four. Mm-hmm. We got stage five, which it looks simple. You know, you're like, oh, they say it's flat, 126 kilometers. And that's a stage where Thibaut Pino lost 100 seconds in GC in the crosswinds there. Mm. Ooh, so, you know, that's interesting. And then the other flat stage seems, seems straight running. And, you know, so there's only a couple, couple stages for fast girls, like for the sprinters. And then the queen stage being stage seven, which is Tourmalet. Yeah. But with, there's with, also with the cold to Asp- cold Aspen. Can cold I call it Aspen? Because I don't know how to call uh, you, it. Aspen. <laughs> I mean, you can call it that. I, I don't I'm an Aspen, so I thought I should just call it cold to Aspen. That'd be something. We just renamed your mountain for you. Uh, but that's 12K a, at yeah, 6.5%. It's, it's, it's a tough climb. Tough mm-hmm. climb. And then, of course, the tourmalade is... is 17K at 7.3%. Yeah, legendary. Mm-hmm. And then this, the race, the 
the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift actually finishes with an individual time trial, right. 22 kilometers. It's going to keep it exciting all the way to the finish, which I think is is awesome for the you know for people's and viewership. I'm on the edge of my seat already because <laughs> like we do not know what's going to happen every no. day. No, I, I think honestly that part is the best part. Like mm-hmm. if, if the, in just looking at the course, and if you go do do go through on, on a website or wherever you can find it, it's it's pretty lumpy. And this part of France is is difficult. There can be wind. It can be extreme Hot. heat. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lot of it's going to depend on how people recover. And I mean, it, it's things are so good now with the world tour teams and stuff that they're getting a lot more attention and figuring it out, but you still have to go through it. So I think seeing how people recover day to day is going to be really interesting. Right. And then, you know, the sprinters, I think Ooh. also have opportunities too. but Godspeed to them though. They have yeah. some hard days in there. <laughs> well, everyone has some hard days for sure. That's accurate. But so when we look at headers, though, right? Like, yeah. or sorry, I mean players is what you call them. I call them headers. I don't know. No, headers, players, favorites. I mean, badasses. Mari and I have been. They all are badass. Right. Anyone that's lining <laughs> right. up yeah. to that goddamn race is a badass. But um, Mari and I have definitely talked about this at length as well. I mean, and we could start with just different preparations. But I think the main duel that's going on, the rivalry is going to be um, Annemiek Van Vluten versus Damie Bollering, mm-hmm. which we've had that sweetheart on our show. So yeah. I, I will I try her. to show no favoritism. <laughs> Go Damie. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but it's interesting because, you know, Damie came out in the beginning of the season on fire she and won has everything. won everything, everything, you know, and, um, and then, you know, and Amit came in maybe a little bit slower start to the season, but has really raced herself into form. So when you're watching that, and Amit's been racing and racing, and, um, and Demi has kind of taken a different approach of training camps before this. So I think seeing them actually against each other again is going to be because they are both riding at a different level than the next few yeah, riders. So they, it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, when they meet up again. Yeah, they're our top two, mm-hmm. definitely. And we we know that Damie's the queen of our dance, winning started Bianchi. And she did some races and then she took her dogs, her fiance, Jan, who wants to be on the show if we ever want him. <laughs> and they just went up to altitude. They camp and have snacks and she trains really hard. And it, ABV, so Vludi had like a little slower season there, but she also won the Vuelta and the Giro mm-hmm. So if she wins the tour, and that is three. she won the Giro in like really good fashion. I mean, she really <laughs> was walking away with She it, was yeah. dominant. However, I do did notice a lot of riders not attending the Giro Well, that's why it's very interesting to see what happens now because she was really, you know, dominating the race, but a lot of the big players weren't there. So now we'll see what happens when it all comes. And same thing for the sprinters though, too. This is going to be the first race where all the sprinters have come together too. So Mm. I think a lot is going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch a lot of the stuff that's going on this next week. And this is Anamique's last season? Yes. Is that, Mm -hmm. you never know if if people change their mind or, but, but this is it. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So I think, though, that's the duel we're, we're going to be looking at and mm. the different um, preparations to that. I think the Damie Vollering that we're watching now has a she's stronger, more confident than she was what she who she was last year. I mean, she knows how to win. She's a happy rider. She's taking care of herself. And she has a team of like. A lot of Capecchi, Marcus. Um. She's getting comfortable with her leadership role, I feel like. Right. And I think that having Anna Vandenbregen in the car, who was kind of her mentor, is probably really helping her confidence as as a leader. And so 
you know, she's really growing and she's only been in the sport a short time. So she's definitely on a, you know, on an upward trajectory. Mm. So. And it, she beat Anna Meek in the national Dutch mm-hmm. national time trial. Right. Yeah. In, which recently. In, recently. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both teams could support the race or who, who's got the upper hand there from a, so just Anna Meek has we were, improved her team this right. year, but, uh, SD works is definitely the yeah. powerhouse team and they're all in for her win. Also the SD works has Lauren Weebies though. Mm hmm. Our yeah. sprinter. sprinter that actually right. hurt, but I won't do that again. You be careful, okay? <laughs> yeah. But I think that's something that we're going to be watching this week is how the other teams, are they going to kind of gang up on um, SD Works a little bit and make SD Works do the, the work, you know? Or are they going to, you know how sometimes when you're in a race and everyone's wanting to have a stage win, the smaller teams end up doing the work for the bigger teams mm. because they don't want to have missed something and they need to get out there. But if you're constantly not making that team work, then you're just saving them for when it actually counts. Mm. My gut I mean, is looking at SD works and the riders they have, I think a stage suits every single one of the riders of their team, oh wow. which then you can send right. Like a lot of Capecchi won Flanders. You um, have the winner of Amstel Gold. You have the winner. I mean, and those are all different riders. Mm. So I think that there is just some maybe a little gambling. Maybe they make Movie Star or mm-hmm. Canyon SRAM chase some of these kind of more puncher roller type courses. Damie loses some time, but she's got the Termolo to duke it out mm-hmm. with and Van Luten. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. How many Americans in the race? I think it's three. I, I ask, I mean, I, first of all, I'm curious. But Corinne Lebecki, Veronica yours, and um, Megan Jastrub. So we have, I know we have those three. I'm not sure if there's anyone else, but. I don't think so. I think, think, I so. think that's it, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I think it, I'm really interested to watch how um, Veronica yours does, because she just got fourth in the Giro. <laughs> I, I mean, we're on American Riders now, but I, I am excited to see her progression because last year was, she was ninth overall. She was like the quiet person that you weren't expecting, you know, and she just keeps getting better and better. And it was only her second year as a pro. So, you know, she's learning a lot. And I don't, I mean, I still, I don't know about podium, but I think that, um, seeing her in the top five would be pretty incredible. Well, yeah, the way this is framed up here, this yeah. starts to sound a lot like the men's race. It's a two, mm-hmm. two-man race, mm-hmm. and, and we, we spent a ton of time just trying to uh, figure out who, who would stand on the podium with yeah. these guys. And, of course, it was totally uncertain, <laughs> really, even down to today. So very similar situation. Mm-hmm. Is Chloe Dygart racing? No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah, so that's where we can kind of go into some of the – other levels of teams where we have some dark horses and some really powerful riders that can make a huge impact. So I, if I picked a podium, I have Damie Van Bluten, and then I don't know who Mari picks, but I have Ashley Mulman Pasio on there. Um, she has won some hilly races. She just signed another contract. She races for a little smaller team, the AG Insurance Suit All Quick Step, hmm. uh, Commonwealth Game Champion, Olympian, South African. Um, she's going to come on our show at one point as well because she's amazing. So we for sure want to see her on the podium. Yes, but <laughs> she's she just won some really pivotal, like that kind of bass country racing things early, uh, like a couple weeks ago, and she's been doing some good training, and I feel like her confidence is coming up. We have Juliette Labos, um, 24. She won a Giro stage. She was fourth overall last year. Um, she comes from table tennis and gymnastics. Come on. Yeah, I know. She says it makes it better for crashing. She's very nimble. 
What, but but how, fourth what, overall last how, year. How do we get table tennis out of all this? <laughs> I mean, is that all? Is that some sneaky endurance sport? Did I miss that? <laughs> what about gymnastics? Right. And then you know we we like the FDJ like they have a little bit That's of a hit fun. squad. They right. they don't have the powerhouse that SD Works has, but I think they have the best like kind of three or four secret climbers. Like SD Works has like power, 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 mm. and Damie, and then. You know, FDJ, you've got Cecile Atwig Ludwig, you got mm-hmm. Marta Cavalli, you got Evita Music. And these are all like just top five, top 10 finishers mm-hmm. on hilly stages. So mm-hmm. they might have more cards to play if they can hang long enough. Yeah. So I liked that. And then, Mari, I would like your opinion on this. But um, the most dynamic team that I see is Little Trek. Do I call it Little Trek? Because I really, I have a That's, lot of jokes okay. on that. But I'll no, there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure they have a true GC contender when you look at, I mean, they're a big budget team and you look at Damie and Van Vluten. I'm not sure they have a, the perfect GC contender, but we're talking Lizzie Dagman, yeah. Olympic gold medals. We have our Lamborghini, Elisa Longaborghini. We got Amanda Spratt. Um, and we also have this four foot 11 little truck rider. She's not racing. She's not. I don't think Gaia, so. No, I just saw read an article. Did you see? Okay, okay, well, maybe she is. I, I thought I heard that she okay. wasn't, but... Anyway, Gaia Riolini. We'll find she, out tomorrow morning. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. But she wanted, she beat Anna, uh, Annemiek Van Bluten in a stage at the, the Vuelta, and she finished third overall in the Vuelta and in the Giro. So well, the she, way you pronounce Little Trek, I mean, it's... It, it, it's I just really, four foot 11. I, I, I kind of <laughs> really want this little uh, <laughs> Trek little. rider. Blaze so, is little. <laughs> she's right. four foot 11, and she's like on the smallest bike, and Blaze was like, only tell that joke once on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's going to get old. No, I, I, that, that one I mean, might have some legs. How much do you think she weighs? She is 88 so, pounds. Is it 88? Oh my I, God, yeah. she's so little. Sorry, she's so little. And then uh, Lisa Ball. <laughs> Samo on that team is coming back, our former world champion, but she came back from a pretty bad, bad crash in Ride London. So I think something we could watch in this, this preview, and as the race goes on, and interest in your opinion, but I feel like Truck's like Little Trek has um, a very dynamic squad, mm. but like, do they have one winner, or are they just going to go and stage hunt? I think they're going to be stage hunting, and I, I mean, and that's it's going to be exciting to watch, because they do have different cards to play, and they are going to be there, you know, so... I think that they're going to definitely be one of the most dynamic teams. I totally agree with you on that. And they one. have people to win mm-hmm. every stage, right. basically, maybe exceptionally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's that. I'm just checking the start list here on uh, online. Goodness gracious! If she's not going, I'll be so bummed because I'm just well, missing I, my. I, maybe I'm hopefully I'm wrong, but I thought I saw that I yesterday. Hope, I actually hope you're wrong too. What's Sorry. her name again? Gianna Riolini. Bad news. Yeah, she's not there. Oh man! I mean, they still have they have really good riders. Okay, and yeah. Okay, the one I was looking at was a little outdated. I'm sorry. And then, I mean, well, who knows? I mean, by the way, these things change up to the last. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's some alternates there, and these Mm -hmm. things can change just like just just as it does on the men's side too. So, and then, you know, last, just as we wrap up all our our hitters and players, I mean, uh, we are really happy that Corinne Lebecki is making her. Going back to the Tour de France Femme Vex Zwift, mm-hmm. she'll be definitely working as a domestique for Mariana Voss. She just Who, won. Who, you know, has a very good chance on that first day. Yes. I mean, it's a kind of a Marianne Voss type finish. And yeah, so I think watching the Voss-Lebecki, mm-hmm. um, Jumbo Vismo, just having fun with it. 
Um, Cassia Neodoma, who finished third last year. Mm -hmm. She's on Canyon SRAM. She's always around that area. (laughs) And just to mention our last American in the race, you know, with Megan Jastrap, she's been riding incredible this year. She's young. She's going to be working for uh, LaBooth. Mm -hmm. And um, she's, uh, it's going to be fun to watch her too, because she's also progressing and getting to be such a good, like. You you said Chloe Dygert's not, like, Mm -hmm. just to fill me in, like, why wouldn't she, she's been riding good this year. She has been riding really well. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't talked to her, but I, my guess would be that because Worlds is coming up and she's preparing on the track and the, oh. the road that she probably wanted to take that time to um, get everything set for Well, it was great trial. to see her back winning races and of course she had that yeah. horrific crash. Yeah. It was just... It, it, you know, all crashes are, there's always luck involved. Mm-hmm. That was, from, that, that was, was bad that luck. That was bad. That yeah. was just real bad luck yeah. and, and good to see her back. And she's riding incredible. I mean, she was in the top three. How many times in the Giro? Is like, yeah, I thought some of these finishes would suit her so well, like yeah. 500 when kickers. When you look at some of these profiles, you're like, yeah. she's I want to send so her there much so power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if she could have made it to the final time trial, it would have been something yeah but seeing the douches seeing the douches so before the comments come out that i didn't mention mavi garcia and sylvia prosecco as also some riders to watch right. mm-hmm. she had bad luck last year yeah 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 so we have some really incredible riders and you know what like, this is gonna be so exciting because we just we're just gonna wake up and not sleep and <laughs> and you know and, and i don't have to ba- i don't have to babysit either of y'all george is leaving so my, my, my my the hard work is done it really is and we're excited to Mari, work if you, out have, you, you, you gotta uh, pick a podium for us i'm curious what you i mean i think you're gonna i think we know what the top two are uh, maybe you shuffle them but what's yeah you know i'm not it's hard to say because i think that the third position is so it, so many things could can happen right. in that one um so yeah I, let's see here i don't know who i'm choosing I'm, okay. i don't want to i don't want to like what? go with something right now no it's I, a like, preview show i know go darts all right i'm gonna do cecile hmm for third yeah yeah but not? who wins <laughs> you know it, <laughs> It, this thanks. is the move. Thank you. Nobody, you're, so, is, uh, you know, I think that like watching Van Vluten's progression, I, I mean, and the fact that the last day is a time trial, I think that, you know, it, she's the favorite. She has to be the favorite. Right. And, you know, but with the way Demi's been riding and we'll see, because I, if Demi can ride into the race, you know, if she comes in having done training camps, but not having the rate, the races in her legs, these last few mm-hmm. weeks, you know, Maybe she rides into it and then, you know, we'll see. But yeah, I guess I would, I guess I'm going with Van Vluten on this one. Oh. Sorry. Well, that's not, no, that's, yeah, that's not a person. No, it's it's not personal at all. They're both so amazing. No, I mean, it's just, I just feel like, you know, it's an eight day race and she's been racing coming into it and her form is looking better and better. Plus her confidence is there. So it'd be hard to. Go against her right now. And SD Works is a, is overall a stronger team. That's a question. That's not a statement. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Well, that's. Mm-hmm. I think that that says a lot when you look at this. The, but the you still got to go up those mountains. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, but you have to, you know, keep things Tack contained. Attack the crosswinds. Yeah. Lance, do you have a, a pick, or are you just are you? I will, yeah, yeah, what y'all said. I'm. I'm. Uh huh. <laughs> Mari and I said different things. <laughs> well, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, I, I have, uh, I, I track the results online and, and read the headlines. Um, 
And I'm, I'm just curious too, you know, the, a writer like Anna Meek, who's had, she's had a great career and, and it's her last season. She's 40 you know, years old. For, that's, that's a special, like if you're going out, it, it, it it's the, and you've had the career you, you've had that mm-hmm. she's had the, the best way to go out is on top. I mean, it's just, you, so I, I think there's some extra morale there. I, I'm I'm not trying to, uh, I'm just acknowledging that I'm not, I'm, I'm following y'all. You know, that third spot on the podium is so hard to, you know, it's so hard to think about because having that hill top finish in really hot weather Mm. the day before an individual time trial. And then, you know, it it could be up in the very last minute. And, you know, it's so hard to know how these girls are going to time trial after the after that stage, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, I have like Mormon Paso, Ludwig, Labus, mm-hmm. Neodoma, like that third spot to me, barring injury crashes, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Some of the yeah. girls who I wouldn't normally think would be good time trialists, there is a, I mean, not, you know, not like a Chloe Digert kind of time trialist. The, you know, there's that climb in the middle of it. Maybe, you know, some of the girls who don't normally time trial as well might do a little bit better. Um, yeah, plus who's, the tired legs and everything. Who yeah. knows, so... Hmm. Yeah, right. so it's going to be a really exciting Tour de France following the next Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, edge of our sweet, edge of our seats. Yeah, sweet seats. Sweet seats. Yeah, and that's what we you are. you guys have to set your alarms early because we got to we got to be up early to watch. Do this. you need a wake up call tomorrow? No, I'm, you're I'm, the I'm, one who needs wake up calls. <laughs> quite honestly, I'm, I'm very accurate. I, I'm, I'm very good with scheduling and alarms, and when uh-huh. I say I'm going to get up, I get up. Yeah, I promise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh huh. Um, but we just yeah, we're really excited um, to tune in tomorrow yep. um, on the move here to cover the first stage, Clermont Ferrand um, of the. I, we, I, we, we are going to need a need, French need lady help. to come yeah. in here and, and pronounce these we need for somebody. us. We're I'm, I'm not listening everything. to Ali. No, for eight days. Try to. Well, we're butcher. doing the cold Aspen. It'll be so fun. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we are. Yes. Yeah. I felt like we did the cold Aspen today. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, but yeah, we, we wanted to touch base just on thank you guys all for listening yeah. and making such a positive impact on women cycling. And there has been some impact reports that 23.2 million people tuned in to the Tour de France Fama Vec Zwift um, last year. We're going to definitely increase that. And it is the fourth highest watched women's sport at the moment. Wow. So this is making a huge influence in sponsorship dollars, creating a bigger impact in our sport, making the sport more viable, and which was, I like to say, visibility is viable. And it, visibility is viability, excuse me. Um, but right now we're having this very special moment in women's sports, as you touched on, Lance, with the mm-hmm. World Cup and everything like that. And I'm like taking these special moments and being like, that's amazing, this is a special moment. moment. Let's embrace that and then yep. make it a powerful movement where it keeps for like keeps going forward and the snowball effect to make women's sports have that visibility and investment and sponsorship dollars to make it possible. Does well, one of, oops, I was going to say, Ali, one of the things that was interesting that I was reading is that a lot of the viewership was women and hmm. which, you know, it, it's always a question of who's, who's watching, you know, and it, the thing that's exciting about that is that you're going to have younger women like now being able to have their heroes and mm-hmm. you know picking out their the people that they want to grow up and be like which helps our sport in the sense of you know having heroes out there and wanting to go into cycling yeah sports. it's like so, if you see you can be it mm-hmm. does see the it, impact report it. say the the top three sports you said that cycling is the tennis f- soccer you would have uh, new, yeah uh, wnba or i can't remember the third one i'm sorry okay 
but tennis, still. Yeah, soccer, tennis. Uh, it's not WNBA. Well, let's have people yeah. watch. Let's get yeah. on the podium this yeah. summer. Let's do it. I think yeah. we should get on the podium. Yeah, let's podium. <laughs> hell God, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> watch the mom. <laughs> anyway, it's like goals. ROI, right? Like yeah. just watching it. That's like, this is so cool. We get to cover these amazing athlete stories. We get to be excited and watch like some badass mm-hmm. racing. And then also it's not just a charity case. It's a business model to, for sure, to help this sport. So we're, we're stoked to spend the week with you, Lancey pants. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's a new nickname. That's, that, that is new. <laughs> <laughs> all right well it's gonna be a good week wow this is it's gonna be a it could be a long week after the last uh that last little uh line but uh all right well this will be fun yeah thanks Exciting. for being here girls and ladies 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 and um and uh thanks for tuning in everybody we'll see you early tomorrow morning all right bye bye, bye.